You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Now it's starting to get real, though. I mean, like this is this is invading. Have people stopped my being house. polite and started to get real? No, it's not that way yet. But I'm not quite sure what to do about it. I'm not quite sure where to go with it because this this disrupted. My night. This this is coming into my house. Oh, the smoke was in my house. What? Yeah, it was coming in. It like it was filled with it. I need more information. And I'm not sure what they're doing. Like I have to have somebody on watch. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to take shifts. I don't know what we're gonna have to do. But this is there's a there's a problem. Oh man. And it may be worse. It's a ca- it's a case of careful what you wish for. <laughs> I thought I had thought methods were the worst it could be. I don't know what's going on. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Gotta hit the hard S. Yeah, that was like about like the end of seven syllables too long at that. It was not. It was it was the proper amount of syllables. I just in influenced. I uh, emphasized the S. Yes, a little bit Put more on the end of that one. Put an emphasis on the wrong syllable. Well, no, it was still the right one. Okay. Anyway, um, thank you, yes, everybody, for tuning in. So we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today, as we usually do. And don't forget one very important thing. A, you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link, but also yes. go to our Cyber Mall. Oh, boy. Cyber Mall. Oh. This is where I need to create that's an what ad the kids, for it. Yeah, that's what the kids like to do. They, they, they spend do. their afternoons in the mall, but now you don't even have to leave the comfort of your of your home or your no, desk. You don't need to do that. You can do everything you used to do at the mall right now, <laughs> right at your fingertips by going to funemploymentradio.com slash shop. Wow. Shop. You can make your own food court in the kitchen while you shop. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, you can make yourself some little little snacks. Little snacky. Little, and, you little know, snacky snack. Put some toothpicks in there, and then mm-hmm. you can pretend like you're doing that. And then you shop on you shop online, and you help out Fun Employment Radio a lot. Wow. FunEmploymentRadio.com slash shop. I got uh, asked to leave a food court one time for taking too many samples. I remember you said that. That's yeah. A, I, yeah. I'm really impressed at the fact that you are not ashamed to admit that. Yeah. No, I went back three times. The second time, like the first time, who got is the so sample. bold? Were you like trying to like change your appearance a little? Uh, I may. I I don't remember exactly. I may have turned my hat like around a different way. Um, yeah, because I I went there because I, I I enjoy the free samples. We know this about me. I I love I love myself a free sample. Yes, you do. And the food courts, especially when I was in uh, like high school, you know that was the best place ever because you go there and you get you know a I was in the big city of Salem, Oregon, so I was you know out on the, the town. metropolis, if you will. Yeah, and I could drive myself there at that mm-hmm. point or rode with somebody. So I was I was living large. You know, and you would go to the to the food court and go around to each one of them and get a sample. Don't know if I ever bought a meal there. I, I don't know if I ever actually did. I would just go around and get the samples. And there was one day I did it once, and then I walked around for a while, came back, did it again, and I got got away with it. Like people, they weren't quite sure. Like I could tell they kind of recognized well, me. Well, nobody thinks that someone's going to keep coming back for free samples. Like- yeah. Well, the problem is the third time he was on to it. And there was this guy at one of the Chinese places. Oh, that's awkward. And, and I came back again for another sample. It was me and my buddy. And he's like, no, no, you've already had simple. Just, and I was like, just buy the food. And I was like, what? Well, no, we haven't. You know, and we got really like confrontational about it because we were like, no, we haven't. We haven't been here. What are you talking about trying to make a big deal? Because we we're clearly caught. And uh, he stuck to his guns. And he was, uh, he was like, no, no. 
No, I've already given you two samples. You're not getting any more samples. Wow, like Greg. He said you could buy something, but that's it. You can take like a normal situation and just make it extremely awkward. Well, you know, I was just trying my best. Very easily, yeah. I wanted, to, I wanted to test the limits. You know, you're young, you're testing your boundaries. That was my form of rebelling, Sarah. This is how I tested tested the boundaries. And uh, Other people like sneak out or try alcohol for the first time. Greg tried to go back for samples. Yeah. Yeah, Multiple I wanted times. more samples. And no, he wouldn't give it to me. And I, we did. We put up a big argument about it. We kind of made a little bit of a stink, kind of a scene about it. Even though you were in the wrong. We were totally in the wrong. But he had, he busted us on it. You know, you either got to give up or you got to push back, whether you're right or wrong. And we pushed back. And uh, he still won. But I, I felt good about walking I assumed away. considering he has the plate of samples. We stormed and off, you really though. have no leg to stand on. Well, but we, we disputed it, and we made a little bit of a scene, and then we stormed off. Now, in hindsight, yes, of course he was right, and we were obnoxious. But I still felt, at the time, I felt like I had won because I got two samples, and we stormed off. You know, so I still felt okay about it. And security never showed up, so we were fine. We were good in that instance. But you don't have to go through that anymore. You can just go to funemploymentradio.com slash shop, and you can order all the samples you want to show up at your house. Eat as many samples. That poor guy, too. He's just trying to get through the day. Oh, yeah. And I'm just uh, saving up money to go to college. Like, he has to deal with shitheads like you who are just trying to steal all of his samples. Like, that's how he's like. stealing. He was giving them to us. Until he wasn't, and then you fought him for it, so you were attempting to steal. You were attempting to rob him, basically. I was not attempting that to rob him. That was an attempted robbery. That was not attempted robbery. Mm-hmm. I just, I was maybe abusing the food court privileges, the sample privileges. Yes, perhaps I was pushing him, but if he keeps giving me the samples, how's that my fault? It's not my fault. He's the one that's giving them to me. I mean, what? Was that a crime? Can you arrest me for that? No, I don't Pro- think so. Maybe if you're like for harassment, probably. I wasn't harassing. I didn't I mean, like I leap over there, the counter. Is there a law though? Is there a law at how many samples someone can have? Which is actually a valid point because no. like I'm not thinking like I'm actually thinking about you in the legal aspect of it because somebody like can't force you to stop taking samples unless there's like some law like you cannot have uh, so, you know such and such so many samples. You mean are my rights being violated? I think by your him rights not... might be being vi- like legally your rights might be being violated because I don't know if there's anything in the Constitution of the United States of America that states that you only get one sample. I'm gonna go test that out today. Like, nope, I want another sample. Give me another one. Give me another one. Although, don't, don't they have the do right it. to then refuse just, service? Then you'd probably get arrested because you're like the weird old guy who, like, you know, has money in his wallet but doesn't want to pay for food. No, he just I'm wants the... to take all the samples. No, I, I like samples. I, I enjoy. I enjoy them. I mean, I wouldn't abuse it. Abuse. But if they offer them, who am I to turn down those delicious free samples, whatever they are? I mean, it's the same thing in the grocery store, and I even have my germ problems. You know, in the grocery store, I, I always feel weird about, like, the open bins where there's nobody monitoring it. Like, say, at, like, the deli counter or something like that or, or like, the bakery. You can reach oh, when in they and have, grab like, a little, little clear plastic thing on the top? Yeah, you can reach in and grab a piece. Yeah. And you know there's some little kid, like, rifling their hands all through there. Even though I think about that, I still take one. You do? Yeah. Oh, I it's don't. It's free. I can't turn down free things. I just don't have the power to do it. I, I'm in I'm. I'm unable to turn down free things. It's very difficult for me. Like, no matter what it is, if I'm, well, okay, it's free. That's some savings right there. I think I get that from my dad. But it's, it's just what it is. You know, I'm like, oh, well, all right, maybe I'll find a use for that. And then I end up with a lot of junk that I don't need or, or food that I don't even like. Like, sometimes it's, it's stuff I clearly don't like. Like, it'd be like some shrimp uh, salad Wait, you thing, make fun of me which... for getting discounted food. 
Yeah, but these are samples. They're not expired. I'm not going to get sick off of them. I just don't like them. You know, it's not like bad for my health necessarily. Uh, no, but I, I, I'll even take that stuff. I'll even take it and I, and I won't like it, but it's free. So I'll, I'll take it. You are a very odd man. Well, you know, I look at I look at it as savings. Like, can I afford to not, not take it? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, am I losing something by not doing this? And the way I look at it is I'm losing, which is why I'm a terrible gambler, because it's kind of like in uh, like the movie Casino. I look at it as if I win something, if I if I gamble and I win, which is rare that I do either of those very things. Very rare. I've seen that him gamble. gamble or terrible win. at it. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. But if I do gamble and win... I don't really look at it as winning. It's like, well, then I should have bet more because then I would have won more. Instead, I just lost out on the extra winnings I could have gotten. So you can't even be happy when you actually win gambling. Because... Can't even be happy at it. Okay. No. Nope. The only thing that makes me happy when I go, when I gamble or go like go to Vegas or something like that, like I enjoy like the lights and the things and, you know, it's nice to win some money, but I, I that part makes me so full of anxiety, like the betting thing. That we like win or lose. If I lose, then I've just lost money. If I win, well, I didn't bet enough and I lost money. So it's the wow, free it drink. It must be exhausting in your The free head. drinks are what pays, like, pays it off for me, which is akin to free samples. Akin. It's free samples. Look at you. What is it? Akin? Is that yeah, the I'm impressive very word? With you. That's the impressive word yeah, for you? Yeah, I mean, after a grown ass man was sitting here talking about samples for five minutes. Yeah. I am. I am. Really impressed that you were able to throw in a kin at the end. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. look at that. Look at that. You still can surprise me, Greg. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. So that's that's how it works out. It's the free samples are the beers, you know, and that's that's why I keep doing it. That's why I'll, why I'll gamble if I'm like in Vegas. But I won't gamble very much. I won't, I won't go By very By the high. way, if you guys uh, can't tell already, Greg is just a treat to be in Vegas with. I'm a lot of fun. I'm a good time. Oh, I'm I'm We've a good time. We've gone with groups of friends in the past, and no, I'm Greg a good is what, time because everybody's you absolutely are not because I am everybody too. is sitting there, you know, and having a good time and like gambling. And Greg is like, of course, you can tell he's a little old man. What he basically does is he will have like five dollars that he'll do, and after he loses five dollars, like, nope, not gambling anymore. And then he'll just sit there <laughs> while everybody else is gambling. No, and someone's like, Greg, just... why don't you put in some more money? Nope, it already took my five dollars. I'm not going to gamble anymore. Well, no, until I need another beer, then I'll put some more money in, you know, and then I have the chance of winning. No, the trick is you go sit at the bar when you're in Vegas where they have like the little uh, blackjack machines <laughs> and you sit at the bar, you put in your $5. And then as long as you're playing on that, you know, it'll be a quarter bet. I'll be ding one quarter and then I'll wait like three minutes drinking my free beer. Ding. There's another one. Oh, need another beer. You know, it keeps being free beers while you're doing that. I still tip the guy a buck, but, you know, it's... Wow. Uh, then, oh, money then, bags, uh, then, then the, you know, the beers keep flowing, and I'm technically still betting. Ding. I am a lot of fun in Vegas. You you take that back. I'm a good time. I'll find a good time in Vegas. Fine. I'll, I'll go off on my own in Vegas. <laughs> oh, yeah, Keelan said, anyone that tells you they are a good time is definitely not a good time. People think I'm fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway... <laughs> Everyone tells me how smart I am. <laughs> <laughs> My mom said I'm a real treat. All right. Anyway, there, there, I don't know how we got off on the free sample sink. Oh, yeah. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash shop. Um, Make your own food court. Okay. So don't what like I was talking about at the beginning, though, I do have an issue going on. And I'm not – this is just – it's, it's escalating so much. So as you know, if you listen to the show – I own a home in Southeast Portland oh, and I have roommates and I've got a, you know, a backyard and I share a fence with these neighbors. They were the meth head neighbors that I shared the fence with for 10 years. And then now the meth head neighbors are gone. And I thought I had won. I thought I'd won. I was free and clear. Like I won the war and, and that's it. Yeah. That was that's a pretty, it. you were pretty satisfied with yourself for a little while. There. Well, it was nice because I won. It was, you have been battling for 
I've been over battling. a decade. Yeah, yeah. Over a decade, you had been fighting for this. Yes, these meth head neighbors. I I have been battling them all this time, and finally, I got my way. They moved out, but now I have this other issue that's happening, and I feel like maybe it's getting worse. And this is why it's invading my home more than what they were doing, at least as of late. So next door, Wait, have... they didn't get into your house, did they? No, well, not physically. Okay. But, uh, so I have. The Russian neighbors who have moved in. And I don't really know if move in is the right word. They've moved. So these there's these guys. There's, there's about, just to recap, there's usually about eight cars parked out, front of this, uh, parked out in front of this place. Half of them are like Mercedes Benzes. There was a Porsche there yesterday. It's always different, very fancy cars or really shitty cars that just sit there. Like there's a couple of really shitty ones. The rest of them are all really nice cars. Have they moved at all? Do they move along? They with move, the fancy uh, except well, the crappy cars. They don't really. Okay. They just kind of sit there. But the very fancy cars, they come in and out, and there's always, and I'm I'm not exaggerating, six at least six, usually sometimes up to like nine cars will be parked out in front of there, taking up both sides of the street. So at, at least always six. Yeah. But usually yeah. about nine. Yeah, somewhere between six and nine cars. Okay. Yeah, they're always parked out of there. Now, this place is not that big. For You, you can't have that many people living there. There's no way. I don't think you could have that many people inside of there. Yeah, that's it's not it's that not big of a that place. It's not that big, yeah. And so they, I don't know what they're doing. They just keep moving shit in. And I did see, you know, I kind of took a peek from the street. They had left the door open. I looked in there. They did have a giant portrait of a Russian-looking general guy. And they are... <laughs> They are, they are Russian. They they speak Russian. Um, a Russian looking uh, Greg, you yeah. should be like a painting assessor. Uh, that there's a Russian looking general yeah, it's a, guy. Some kind of Russian looking general. Uh, I assess that. Uh, Done with oils on canvas. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. It's being asked. Okay, questions in the live chat. Funemploymentradio.com/slash/live. What are they moving in? The so, as far as I can tell, a whole bunch of crap. Um, Aaron Duran told me that he wouldn't because he they do Geek in the City tonight here on the Fun Employment Radio Network and they use the key card to our studio here in Southeast Portland. And then he drops it off at my house. He said that he saw them bringing in a safe last week. Uh, that's what he that's what he said when he was coming by. He said so they were hauling shit in. In, in. They're moving stuff. They in. already brought the Russian general the and Russian... now they're bringing in a place for their safekeepings. Safekeepings. There's it's stacked to the ceiling in one room with just stuff. Just stuff, like mattresses laying on their side, like not laying on the ground like somebody's sleeping on them, just like a mattress laid up against a wall, um, shelving, like just so much crap, so much stuff. And I don't know what why it's So it doesn't seem like stuff now, of substance. It just seems like they're moving in a bunch of little pieces of stuff. As far as I know, but I don't know exactly like, what's no, in like there. It's not like I've gone in like there. couch, like anything like... Well, I just said there's a mattress. Oh, mattress, okay. Uh, you know, but I, I don't know... I don't know everything because it's not like I can really get in there. I'm not, I'm not going to walk in there, break into their home, essentially. Uh, I'm not going to do that. So it's only when they have the door open. Now, I have gone over there a couple of times where I was going to make contact with these guys. But when I've done it, they're never they're, – they're not there. The times when it works out for me, they're not there. And the other thing is they have all of these uh, guys who uh, there's there's – like a hierarchy system, you know, and studying the meth heads, you know, when I, when I had those guys over there, I noticed their kind of system where, mm. you know, you had the two different, uh, the main two guys, and then you had all the other ones that were kind of involved. And these guys, there is, I'm, I'm slowly studying them. I mean, I could write, as I've said before, the National Geographic 
guide to urban methods. To urban methods. Like, clearly yeah. you are the leading person in yeah. being able to identify and, you know, figure out exactly who's doing mm-hmm. what. I was kind of like the grizzly man of methods, only I didn't okay. get that close to him. I didn't, like, try to pet him, but I was, like, right there. <laughs> they just didn't see me. <laughs> they just didn't see me, you know, because I had a blind on, but I, you know, which was my house, so I could look over into their yard. But they, uh, you know, I was right there with them. Yeah. I guess grizzly man would, would try to, yeah, he'd try to touch him. You were probably him. as close I didn't want to do that. You were as close as you could get. I was but smart they, enough to. Safely, you kept a safe distance. I was smart enough to know that I that I could get mauled if I got too close. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't going to do that. You gonna, respected nature. I wasn't going to feed the meth heads, you know, hand of metal out of my hand or something like that. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, here's copper wire. Ding, 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 ding. You, you know, take it Shaking me? some copper wire for him. <laughs> oh God. I wasn't doing that. But I did, I did observe quite a bit. I understood the, like the, the hierarchy of their organization and how they worked and, you know, who was in charge. You could always tell the alpha and then you can tell the way low down on the totem pole guy. And then, you know, their ladies, they even had uh, rankings. So I knew that. Now, studying these guys, because there's always so many of them over there. Mm. There's always a lot. Uh, Not always. They had some, they did have some women over there when they had a party last weekend. And, uh, eh, you know, attractive ladies. But I don't know what the deal is going on there. Were they also Russian? Well, they are, no, they weren't all, um, because I I did actually understand some of what was, well, I recognized it as English anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the deal is there. I haven't quite assessed that to where I'm not going to give an opinion on that yet. But I don't know what's going on there. So wait, are they? I don't know. Are they I beautiful? Don't know. Are they are they beautiful ladies that you perhaps saw in the evening? Uh, yes, these are both. So they were things. ladies out in the evening. But they could, they could just be they regular were girls. Of, they were ladies of the evening. Yeah, hanging out at this mm-hmm. shithole next door, which it doesn't make sense when you looked at them. It's like that doesn't fit here. Why are you there? Because they're definitely they're definitely not the meth girls that were next door with the meth heads. This is a different. Uh oh, I know what that means. Yeah, yeah. I, and not they, the, they I'm not were, going prostitutes, but I'm saying... Well, they were attractive, I'm going to say. What I'm saying, if, if you're seeing you know, swashes of attractive women at a shithole, I, mm, I think the drugs have upped the ante a little. Okay, well, here's the other, the other thing that's I going on. I think that it's switched from meth to something else. So there's, there's, more that's, there's more that's happened. And this is, you know, they have the... It, most of them are younger guys. Like during the day, there's the older guy in the tracksuit that hangs out there, the bald guy in the tracksuit. Um, and he kind of, he's clearly in charge of what's going on. And then at the evening, it's just all these younger dudes. Like it's a whole, there's a whole slew of them, of younger dudes. They look like they're in their, at most mid twenties, at most. So the older tracksuit guy's there during the day and then the younger guys come and watch it at night. Yeah. They just hang out there at night. And then they build, and then they had a party last weekend, and they tend to build fires in their backyard. And that's what was going on last night. So I I got home, I've been doing some stuff, I came home, and I'm like, oh my God, it smells like smoke. And keep in mind, if you're not here in Portland, it was very hot yesterday. It was like 90 degrees, I don't know how hot it got during the day, 80 something. Yeah. For here, that's that's pretty warm. Yeah, Yeah, and and that's really warm for here. And... One thing you don't really expect is somebody to be lighting a fire during that time. So I come home, I smell smoke, and sure enough, these guys were in the backyard and had a big old bonfire going. Oh, Like big enough where I could see the flames coming up. 
And I share a fence with this backyard. And there's a lot of stuff that's flammable between both of our yards. They've got a lot of junk back there. It's just not a smart idea to have a fire. I've got a fire pit too. I'm not going to be lighting a fire when it's, when the weather is like that. It's just not a smart idea. Yeah. Especially not with what they've got going. I highly doubt that's a very nicely controlled fire pit. So, so that's going on. I mean, and the it thing has is, to be like a fire hazard. I mean, is it legal to even have a fire right now? I, I, I mean, mean quite- I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. And the, the problem is though, because it was so warm, you know, you open your windows in the evening to let it, the house cool off. So mm-hmm. all my windows were open and I got inside and it was filled with campfire smoke. Everything. And I hate, I, I love camping. I love campfires. I hate it when my clothes smell like campfire smoke or smoke of any, any kind. I just, I direct, I really dislike that. And so my whole house was filled with this campfire smoke. And I thought about walking over there, but instead all I did was end up I, I stood at my kitchen window, which kind of overlooks into the, their yard, and just watched. And I'll tell you, right now, like, I don't know. I didn't call them in. I thought about going over there, but then I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to deal with this right now. And so, I, uh, so I, I'm sitting there, and I'm looking over, and I can see kind of what's going on. And I felt like – I feel like we need to have somebody – on watch in case of what they do, in case the fire comes over. I, and I started thinking about this, and I'm like, okay, we've got the roommates here. We can stand here on, on watch, and I am up higher than them. And there 